It's Josh Williams here, and welcome to the One Man Podcast, episode number 32 for Wednesday, December 20th, 2017. Happy holidays, everybody. Merry Christmas. Happy Hanukkah. Merry Muslim. I don't know if that's... <laughs> ah, I'm in a good mood, everybody. It's the holiday season. There's still a few days of shopping left, right? It's snowing every day. Everything's looking very festive. I am in a particularly good mood because I have got the mountains of gifts that I have to wrap wrapped. And uh, I also had a, a really good day. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, and I'll tell you a little bit more about that later. I like to go back to the beginning of the, the week from last we spoke and go from there. I hope you guys are having a great holiday season so far. I hope, uh, you know, the, the, the constant snow here in Ottawa or wherever you may be in Canada isn't getting you down because of the course, that's where most of my listeners are, but anywhere you are in the world, I hope that you're having a great holiday season and, uh, you know, everything's going well for you and yours. Welcome uh, back. Of course, my listeners and welcome to any new listeners who've never really heard my show before. Uh, today we'll talk about, uh, you know, all sorts of fun holiday stuff. I'll tell you how my diet's going, or at least my taking better care. I don't even like to call it a diet, right? Everybody talks about how, you know, di well, diets are, are temporary and uh, a, a lifestyle is for life. Yeah. And then, uh, and then you don't listen to those people and you go and order a pizza. Um, but generally speaking, I know what they're, what they're trying to say. So the, the lifestyle changes that I've made, I'll keep you guys up to date on that. I saw the Star Wars movie, right? Blah, blah, blah. Everyone's talking about that. Well, I will talk about it a little bit, but I'm not going to give away any spoilers, but I do want to ask, you know what? I talk about movies all the time, right? It's part of my week. I go see it, right? Maybe try to point you guys in the right direction if it's something worth seeing or not, but I never really spoil it. I never go in depth into it. So part of me wants to know, do you guys want me to tell more about the movies? Like I try to give like a broad strokes, like I'm giving a basic synopsis, but I can fucking talk about the movies. I just don't want to ruin it for anyone. I'm trying to be courteous. So what do you think guys? Should I be doing like a spoiler alert thing? I'll be like, I saw this movie and then I'll give a basic synopsis and I go, okay, now's the part with spoilers. So skip ahead or, you know, I just don't want you guys to have to fucking reach down and do anything. I'm lazy. You know, I don't want to be picking up my, my iPhone when I'm listening to podcasts and switching you know, skipping ahead. I just, I'm going to listen and, uh, and go from there, but maybe, maybe you guys want me to talk about it, you know? So let me know, right? The usual way I'll, I'll remind you later on. And, uh, speaking of, of letting me know, uh, I'll read your emails later, right? So that's a great opportunity for you guys to tell me how, maybe send me an email, contact at one podcast.com. That didn't last very long before I plugged it, did it? Contact at one podcast.com and tell me what's going on with you. How are your holidays? What did you, did you see the star Wars movie? Did you like it? Do you want me to tell you spoilers about all the fun fucking movies I see? That's it, guys. That's what we're going to do. We're going to talk about all sorts of fun stuff uh, this week. Um, I hope your holidays are going good. It's uh, It's been fun so far. Um, I'm I'm starting to get into that 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 Christmas mode, right? Doing my retail therapy where I'm, I'm buying lots of little things. I keep seeing things that I know people like. I don't like to buy just for the sake of buying. I like to buy things that I, I, I see that will, that will matter to someone who's important to me, right? Um, let, let's start with last week. I was in a lot of time in my store, which means a lot of time looking at all the great deals and stuff going on at my work. And there are many, as much as I don't like running the place, it does have lots of cool stuff, uh, kicking around. Like I, I just spent the week helping people, uh, solve Christmas needs. We have a very uh, goofy wall of, you know, stuff you didn't know you needed. There was uh there was one thing that, that went on sale this week and what it was, was an alarm clock 
that, uh, yeah, I know, very fancy stuff. But it was an alarm clock that had a helicopter propeller on it. And so basically when your alarm goes off, it fires this fucking thing into the air. And I guess it, it, it goes ape shit in your room and spins all over the place. And then it lands and you have to, the only way for the alarm to go off is you have to get up, grab this thing and stick it back in the alarm. So it's a, a tactic to get you up and out of bed because we all know it's a little harder to, you know, get back in bed and roll over, go back to sleep um, versus just tapping on a snooze button or an off button. Uh, Lord knows I've done that many times where I've just turned the alarm off, gone right back to sleep and then been like, oh fuck, I'm late later on. So that was a, that was a cool little thing. We had a little $10 alarm clock was on sales. I think it was down from like 30 bucks down to 10 bucks, right? That was a pretty cool thing. We've had all sorts of other, what are some of the other goofy things we had? Uh, one of them I got for somebody, so I don't want to, I don't want to spoil it by mentioning right now because they are a podcast listener, but, uh, I found all sorts of goofy little things. Uh, you know what? I, I think just about everything I'm about to talk about, I, I may have picked up for some other people. I call them goofy, but they're neat. There was, there was a lot of really neat things. Uh, here's something I didn't get. Um, a toque. There was a toque that we sold, which is for any of my, uh, international listeners. A toque is a winter hat that you put on. Uh, but this one had speakers, uh, little, uh, little speakers built into it. Bluetooth style. So you can put this toque on and you got speakers in your ears so you can Bluetooth your music and keep your head warm. You don't have to put earbuds in or anything like that. How convenient. Uh, Kamar used to use one. Um, when he's my roommate, he, uh, he worked the whole foods, right? And in this weather, he's working in the back docks, loading shit up, you know, doors, keeping open, you know, open and close and letting all the cold air. And well, this gentleman here, he listens to this podcast and amongst others and, uh, and he keeps his ears and head warm while listening to his podcasts, working the docks in the cold weather. So soldiering through the cold temperatures, but that was a cool thing that we have too. These toques with the Bluetooth speakers in them and the, the fancy gloves there with the fingers that you can still use your phone for. What a combination. One, two punch assist and goal with those two things, right? Put on your hat, listen to your music, change your songs with your uh, touchy gloves. <laughs> so all sorts of just goofy stuff like that, guys. All sorts of things you didn't know you wanted. Infusers and, and lava lamps and plasma balls and all sorts of things like that. So I've been having fun poking around with those and helping people find things that they need for their loved ones. We have heated scarves, huh? That's right. A rechargeable battery in a scarf that keeps the scarf warm, warms you up all the time with little pockets on the end to put your hands. Doesn't that sound nice? I think so. Uh, a lot of people picking those up. So anyways, yeah, fun week at the store, getting into the holiday spirit, you know, poking around. Um, I picked up some other things for, um, for some people I will tell you about, uh, I actually did that today. So I will tell you guys about that a little bit later on, um, Friday, Friday night. So like I said, all week, uh, and then Friday, even the, during the day I worked, uh, and then Friday night I had to prepare for my, uh, my friend's potluck dinner. So every year my friends and I, a lot of them were podcast listeners. We get together with our, our significant others, uh, minus one this year, of course. Um, but we get together, we have a potluck dinner, we do a, a gift exchange and, uh, and yeah, it's a, it's a great time, but unfortunately I was, uh, I actually, well, unfortunately that I missed the event, but, uh, but fortunate for me, I actually ended up getting a show on Saturday night, which is when we were doing the potluck. And so I actually had to go straight from work on Saturday home to change and then go to this event. And I was actually going to miss the dinner portion of, um, of the potluck. <clears throat> So what I did was I figured, well, I got to, I mean, it's a potluck. I got I'm bringing the mashed potatoes guys. I'm bringing the fucking mashed potatoes and the sweet potato mashed potatoes. I can't not have my portion of the meal there, right? Dump that on somebody else. So what I did Friday night in anticipation of not being able to be there for the meal or even deliver it. Cause Mika lives kind of out of town. Um, 
we, uh, I, well, we, I went to get uh, potatoes and sweet potatoes, and I decided I'm going to prep all this stuff Friday night. I'm going to drive it to Mika's house out of town so that when everybody shows up on Saturday night, the food portion that I'm preparing is already there, and as well as delivering the gift for my portion of the gift exchange, just so I didn't accidentally forget it on Saturday night. Um, so yeah, I spent a lot of time uh, on Friday night actually like peeling and, and prepping potatoes. Um, not going to complain about it. It was, it was a labor of love. Like I said, I, I, uh, care about my friends and I wanted them to have their potatoes. Um, it's not really much of a, you know, holiday meal with no potatoes. You know what I mean? There's gravy and yeah, you can pour gravy on other shit, but, uh, potatoes are very important. And, uh, and I took that goddamn job seriously. Okay. I sat here and I peeled the fuck out of uh, sweet potatoes till my fucking fingers were orange. All right. I looked like I was, ugh, I can't even, I don't want, I don't want, I, you know, I don't even feel like being gross this week. You know, sometimes it's, it's fun to go a little dirty, right? Also a little easy for the laughs, but, uh, my fingers were orange, very, very orange. Um, and, and uh, and you know what? It's so, so funny, uh, funny. And it was a little, a little like, Marr. um, I was, uh, I was boiling, I was chopping the potatoes, boiling them, everything like that, getting everything ready. It took me a lot longer than I expected to. And because, uh, because Mika and his lovely wife, Mel have, uh, had a baby this year, I've talked about it before. I didn't want to be too, too late showing up on Friday night because I didn't, I didn't want to wake the baby, but uh, I'd gone to work. I had to go out shopping afterwards and, uh, it was taking me forever to get these damn potatoes. Like, like I said, peeled, chopped, rinsed, boiled, and then mashed. And here's the thing: when I got to the mashing portion, right for both, because I was doing like a like a sweet potato, like honey cinnamon mashed uh, sweet potato, and then of course like a, a regular uh, mashed potatoes. And I use a you know a stick of uh, a whole fucking pound, I guess it is, whatever it is, those Philadelphia cream cheese bricks. I use a whole fucking brick of cream cheese in them, makes them real creamy, adds a little extra flavor. Why am I 300 pounds? Um, so <laughs> yeah. I got everything done, the water drained and everything like that out of them. And then I realized that I don't have, I don't personally own one of those hand mixers. You know, the ones with like the two egg beaters. I think they call them egg beaters, but like the two, the two whiskey things on the end that spin around. I don't own one of those. Every year previous, Crystal and I were together and we made them at her place in advance and she has one. I do not. So I was mashing these things with my fucking hand. Well, not my hands, but I was hand mashing them with a fork until I, like, I, until I started going at one point I gave up and I started going on a mission to find something I could use. And I actually ended up in some, some cabinet way up above the other cabinets. I found uh, a hand mixer that belonged to Jay, um, which I probably should have done first, but I, I was getting late at night. Like, I don't even think I left the house until like 10 o'clock to start the, you know, 30, 40 minute drive out to, uh, to Mika's place. So my Friday night was prepping potatoes and then delivering it to my friends. And I think I got home and passed out. Well, hey, what a way to spend a Friday night. What'd you do Friday night? A might titers. It took you all night. Yes. I'm not bragging. It's embarrassing. It took me all night to make potatoes, but they're made right. Like that's, that's, uh, I could tell you teenager me would have been like, yeah, they're not having potatoes, but, uh, but I love my friends and I was looking forward to seeing them and I did not want them to, uh, to not have the, uh, my portion, right? Anyone that to fall on anyone else. So, uh, Saturday came and what did I did, what, what did I did? What did I did? I didn't get smarter. That's what I did and did, did. Um, but, uh, Saturday we, uh, I was at work and there was a crazy 
crazy deal on cellular that happened through. Like I can't even tell you what went on. I I had a nuts day, made lots of good money at work. I will tell you guys about this. You know what happened? There was a a rate plan. One of the one of the cell phone providers uh, in Canada released a rate plan for Ontario, which was sixty dollars. Okay, sixty bucks for a cellular phone, no contract. What does it give you? Well, it gives you unlimited nationwide calling, caller ID, voicemail, call forwarding, call waiting, uh, conference calling. Gives you uh, unlimited text messaging anywhere in the world, right? International text messaging, and ten gigabytes of data. All of that included for sixty dollars. If you're listening to this right now. Um, yeah, that was something that was available from Saturday until yesterday, which is today that I'm recording this. So Wednesday morning, this deal is no longer available. So, um, people were coming in and getting it and they, and, and not long after that deal was announced by the one carrier, all carriers started having it. They're all like, okay, no contract, uh, bring your own phone, 60 bucks a month, unlimited calling, unlimited text, all that other stuff and 10 gigs of data. So, uh, tons of people were signing up for this. And, uh, and it was a crazy busy day in the store. I, uh, I finished the, the day, um, you know, very tired, but rushed home, you know, got changed at change. And I was, uh, I was doing actually a spot with a good friend of mine, Jeff McKay, who I've mentioned before, Jeff and I were both doing 15 minutes uh, of comedy at, uh, at a wedding. It turns out, I thought it was for, um, just a regular, you know, Christmas party, but it turned out it was actually for a wedding. And, uh, most of the clientele were doctors. We understood this beforehand, but we're like, it's in a wide open ballroom on a dance floor. You know, they're all doctors. It needs to be clean. There's going to be children there. Um, so it's basically a lot, a lot of the things were kind of like, oh, this is going to be a nightmare and uh, not to be negative. Just when it's, when it's for a wedding, like everyone showed up for the wedding, right? It's not like uh, this is a two hour Christmas party or three hour Christmas party. This was like, they've all been together all day. They've been doing wedding. They've been doing pictures. Uh, they even had like dance troops and things like that. Like they were trying to make this big variety thing for the, the reception. So both Jeff and I having done this for a very long time, realized this is not an event where anybody wants to see comedians, but the, uh, the paycheck was good and I am a hireable monkey and I will dance for the money. I'm like, like a, like a stripper basically only I leave my clothes on cause nobody wants to see that shit. So just get up there, chimp around and, uh, and then collect the money and run. So, um, it actually didn't go too bad. They, they enjoyed me, but because, uh, I had a potluck dinner to go to, I, uh, as soon as, as soon as I was done, I, I brought Jeff up and I got the fuck out of there and I drove to, uh, Tamika's place, um, for the, the highlight of my December, I gotta say to, to go and see my friends, all of them together, you know, uh, share some laughs, share some drinks. Um, I got there though and I had missed a couple people. So by the time I got to, to the potluck, it was about nine o'clock and unfortunately kind of, you know, it's a, it's a good thing, but just unfortunate for the event. Um, we, a lot of my circle of friends now have, uh, have kids, you know, and, uh, when you go from being like a young couple, uh, who can stay up till, you know, midnight on a Friday night or Saturday night and, you know, shoot the shit and have some drinks to you're a parent, your baby's there. You got to put it to bed. You know, everyone's going to drive home. Um, one of the couples was, uh, was pregnant. Good for them. Leanne and Ryan, congratulations. Um, they had already left even before I got there because, um, Leanne's getting close now and, uh, and tired, just tired. Uh, I, the, the, the dinner happened. They did the gift exchange uh, before I got there. And so I kind of arrived after the fact to, to just sort of see everybody, you know, at the tail end, losing their steam. Um, I still had a great time. 
and uh, it was good to see everybody. Um, the nice part of the night too, just to tell you guys, you know, just to let you know what's going on with me, was on. Um, at the end of the night, I had an opportunity to, I had an opportunity. I was fucking there. I'm a guest. I have whatever opportunities I want. Um, I got a plate of food, right? I didn't miss the meal after all in the sense that, you know, uh, everyone saved me a plate, which was great. And, uh, and everyone left, but, uh, but Mika and Mel sat with me and, uh, you know, we just sort of caught up a little bit and, and, you know, one conversation sort of turned into another and we, we sort of sat there, shut shit, you know, had some wine and whatnot. Um, Mika showed me this pet project that he's working on in his uh, yard, he's trying to make an ice rink. So he was just pumping water out of the basement from a sump pump. Uh, why is there water in his basement? I don't know, I, I never thought to ask for the full story on that, but they were pumping water out of the basement into buckets and then Mika was sort of just pouring it over the top uh, of the surface of the spot to, to make like an outside uh, ice rink, just a small little spot for him to go skating. Um, so he showed me that, I, it was ice. I don't know if he could skate on it yet, but I, he's still working on it. So I would imagine that uh, I'll find out more as it goes on, Mika, I know you're listening, so feel free to, you know, write in and tell us uh, what the fuck it is you're doing, because I didn't understand. I went outside. It was cold. I just saw you throwing buckets of water on something, and, uh, you know, hey, more power to you. Do whatever you need to do, <laughs> but I hope it ends up what you, what you want it to be. Uh, you know, it's, uh, it's interesting. I'd love, I'd love when it's finished. If you could send some pictures in and I will gladly share those on the social medias, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, just so everyone can see what I'm talking about. But, uh, but yeah, he's making a, making an outdoor rink or uh, I shouldn't say rink, just like a little skating area. But, uh, showed me that we went back inside we had a, we had a nice chat, right? I mean, these are my friends. Um, they, uh, they were just sort of asking how I'm doing and what's going on with me and whatnot. As, as I mentioned, both podcast listeners, but sometimes it's nice to get the, yeah, the fucking director's commentary, you know, sit down and, uh, say, Hey, how are things? Tell me some of the behind the bonus features of what's going on with you. So we chatted and I just mentioned how I'm, you know, I'm, I'm working on a lot of different things. I'm, I'm trying to be happier, right? I'm party of one. So, uh, so just trying to, you know, they were talking to me about what I'm, what I'm working on and what are, what are my goals now? How do you pick up the pieces and move on? So, um, yeah, I, I mean, I stay, I stayed late into the night. We, we played, uh, we played code names. That was the, the, the gift that I contributed for the, uh, the gift exchange and, uh, and Mika and Mel ended up with that, which is great. So we played that, uh, that was a lot of fun, but Mel was, uh, Mel had something very, um, very useful, which I'll tell you guys about later on because she actually wrote in an email uh, for this one's too. So she's uh, she's only email this week. So I will uh, I will tell you guys what we talked about um, at the end of the evening, um, which I thought was very valuable. And that's one of the reasons that I, I was like, oh, I'd love to to share this with the listeners. So um, I will tell you guys about that later on. But anyways, it was it was great to to see my friends. Uh, I had a late night, very late night. Um, luckily, I did not work Sunday. I woke up first thing, uh, Sunday, first thing, I don't know, nine o'clock, 10 o'clock. That's not first thing. Um, and, uh, and I went shopping for, uh, you know, for more of my sort of, uh, rabbit food. I've been calling it, you know, my lettuces and my beans and, you know, trying to find some stuff that's a little more sustainable, but at the same time, just keep eating like I'm eating, you know, I, uh, Oh, I'll tell you afterwards. I, I keep delaying everything because I want to keep it, you know, chronologically in order. I'm still not loving eating this lettuce and stuff all the time. And I have sort of noticed that my, my results, my, my weight loss has sort of plateaued, 
You know what I mean? Like it's not, it's not bad, but I was losing like two, three pounds a day. And now I'm like, eh, I'm staying about the same thing. Now I have had a few, like I said, Christmas meals and a couple, couple glasses of wine here and there. So I'm not doing everything I'm supposed to be doing. I'm not eating the the bad stuff. I'm not crushing pizza or eating fast food or anything like that. But you know, it's uh, you know, I had leftover potatoes from when I made them. I put them in. So I'm not I'm not crushing. I don't like wasting food, right? You know, as much as as I'd like to eat better, there's something about throwing away food when this time of year there are a lot of people that are hungry. It just it doesn't feel good to me. So I'm okay with postponing the actual loss. I'm not putting any weight back on. Blah blah blah. You know what? I don't have to fucking justify myself to you guys. All right. I love you, but fuck, fuck off. <laughs> I'm just, uh, not, I've, I've noticed the slow, like, you know, the, the plateauing. So I'm trying to, you know, move some other things around. Ugh. I went shopping for more rabbit food. That's what I did on Sunday. And, uh, I actually got back and I spent a few hours on the phone trying to switch my cellular plan to that one that we were, we were pushing on everybody, the $60 one. So I actually spent a long time with that. I got my, uh, my plan changed. So saving some money, that's a good thing, right? Can I save some more on my cell phone plan? More money to spend on other things, right? On rabbit food and lettuce and carrots and things like that. I uh, I went to Costco, my favorite place in the world. That's where I get my rabbit food from, right? Because I get more rabbit food for less. And uh, and then my buddy Dave came over and I made uh, I made basically the the one thing on this diet that I'm allowed to eat that I look forward to. <clears throat> Excuse me. I actually bought a rotisserie chicken, which I thought was decent enough for me until Dave came over and was like, uh, look at this. And he showed me how much like sodium and added shit is in this chicken. I thought it was just a, a chicken that was, you know, cooked on a spit, rotated and, and dripped fat off. I was like, eh, tastes good. Cooks in its own fat, but it all drips off. It's better for me. Nope. Totally wrong. So, uh, we made my, my bean chili, uh, sort of stuff here that I make So it's like, that's how I get my protein on this, on this rabbit food diet is, uh, I just, uh, you know, uh, chop up a, a red onion, right? And I, I quote unquote sweat it in the pot, um, until it's, uh, you know, translucent, transparent. I, uh, throw a can of, uh, low, low sodium diced tomatoes in there, a uh, little bit of like low salt or no added salt, uh, vegetable broth. And then I put in a can of, uh, kidney beans, can of black beans and a can of corn. And then I just cook all that shit together. I actually put in a packet of low salt, uh, taco mix to just try to give some flavor to the mix. And, uh, and then if there's still a lot of broth after it's been boiling for a while, I'll put in a little bit of brown rice to sort of soak up the extra, extra moisture there. So that's, that's what I eat. I'll stick that, uh, with a big handful of lettuce in a wrap, uh, multi-grain wrap. And that's how I, you know, there's some carbs in there, but that's how I get the vast majority of my proteins and, and nutrients and things like that is eating this like bean mix that I made. So, uh, yeah, I made that Sunday night. I got that for the week. And then, uh, and then later on my buddy, uh, Simon, my roommate, Simon, who lives in the basement, uh, came home and he had a very, he had, he had, uh, acquired a very, very nice, uh, bottle of scotch whiskey, uh, single malt, uh, called the Tain. It's a Glen Morangie called the Tain and, uh, and offered me a glass of that. The two of us sat and had a, uh, an outstanding scotch like gentleman, I got to say, uh, one of the highlights of the week so far, in fact, so much so that I'm thinking, you know what? I'm thinking that, uh, I might consider getting myself, uh, you know, I've already got myself lots this holiday season, but I'm thinking I might like to get myself a gla or a bottle of scotch for, for Christmas. 
And uh, the reason being is not so I can just sit around and drink like an alcoholic, but I'm thinking that uh, a nice, you know, a nice expensive scotch would be a nice way to reward myself, you know, maybe every time I lose 10 or 15 pounds, you know what I mean? Not to just drink for whatever, but maybe to just, you know, once I, uh, once I achieve another milestone to celebrate with something of the finer things, a metaphor, if you will, that when you work hard, you get to enjoy the finer things, huh? See what I did there? That might just be me justifying what I want, but, um, I'm okay with that. I am okay with, with, you know, uh, as long as I stick diligent to that rule. All right, get myself a nice scotch. And guess what? You want to have a nice glass of scotch? Well, you go out there and you lose 10 pounds, fatty. Get up there. Get them fucking legs up. I want to see that heart rate going. That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to earn it. Get earn myself a nice fucking glass of scotch. Um, Monday, which was yesterday, uh, for me, two days ago for you guys, I, uh, I had lunch at, uh, Joey Lansdowne with, uh, Jason and my friend Dave, cause, uh, we were going to go see Star Wars. We got tickets to go see Star Wars, the D box, uh, seats, the one where the seats move, I guess, uh, at the big theater down at Lansdowne. And, uh, and while we were there, we decided, you know, well, why don't we have lunch first? So we went to a nice restaurant. Um, it was me, my like quote unquote cheat day. I had no intention of, uh, going all out or anything like that, but I'm like, oh, I'll see if I can get, you know, something half decent. And I gotta be honest with you. I don't know about you guys, but there's sometimes like, sometimes I'm not cheap, but, uh, I don't like spending, I don't like spending money on something that I know is not worth it. Now I know I know that might sound ridiculous, but what I mean by that is, if I'm at a restaurant and they've got a hamburger on the menu for eighteen dollars, that's bullshit, you know. And I'm not talking about a hamburger covered in brie cheese with, you know, I I don't know. That's that's my idea of something more expensive, you know, brie cheese and and maple smoked bacon and blah blah blah. It's like all right, now you're adding some ingredients that are going to get more expensive. I'm talking about a fucking hamburger. Hamburger, if you want to add bacon or cheese, they're $2 each on top of an $18 burger. I just go, fuck you. Now I'm just paying your rent for all these lights on. I'm not doing that, you know? So I'm looking around this menu going, okay, what's something, you know, I, I don't mind having a meal out. And obviously if I have protein or meat or something like that, I'm, I'm cheating on this quote unquote diet, but I'm like, show me something, uh, <clears throat> show me something good. You know what I mean? I saw butter chicken on there, but I know there's way too much dairy on that. So I, I avoided that and I'm not a big seafood guy. So I'm poking around the menu and I ended up finding some like lunch special. that's like a hamburger for like 14 bucks. I'm like, oh, whatever, I'll do it. I feel, I feel like I'm a cheap piece of shit, but I'm not, I'd rather, I'd rather spend my money. Like I said, when I know it's a value, whatever, who cares? Um, got the hamburger and she's like, what side would you like? And I go, well, do you guys like, what do you have? And it's always the same shit, right? Sweet potato fries and fries, sweet potato fries. Uh, I think like, uh, mashed was an option. I could be wrong. And then it was like, uh, or no, sorry. It was like the Caesar house salad. So it was two kinds of fries or two kinds of salad. And I said, is there any way I can get like seasoned vegetables? And they're like, oh, we have, we have an upcharge for that. And I think we might have them. I go, okay, what are they? And she's like onions, peppers, cherry tomatoes. I'm like, ugh, you, you just named all of the things that I don't like onions, pepper, cherry tomatoes, and mushrooms. I swear that's what she said. And I'm like, you couldn't have picked the four things that I would like to eat on their own least. So I go, you know what? Fuck it. I'm already eating a hamburger. I'll, I'll just take the French fries. So I had a hamburger and French fries, fattest thing I've done all week. Uh, you know, and it was, a, but it was a good meal, had a beer, right? We're out with friends, had a beer. And, uh, and then we headed off to the, uh, the movie afterwards. Now, no spoilers. All right. I saw the new star Wars movie. Star Wars, the last Jedi, 
Return of Luke Skywalker. Um, it, uh, what do I say about it? <sighs> a lot of people, so here's the thing. A lot of people have, have said, written on Facebook and said in conversations and stuff like that, that they're not even watching the trailer because they don't want to ruin anything. Now I know that a lot of my listeners I'm sure are interested in seeing it as well, but not to the point where you're like fanatical about it as am I. Like I'm not, I wasn't fanatical about it. Um, I enjoyed the force awakens. It was cool to see a good star Wars movie made again, but, um, you know, people were saying that they like, they were signing off Facebook, um, until after they'd seen it. And I'm like, that's fucking crazy Don't You have any self-control that if you see someone, you know, scrolling through and someone's like, I can't believe it, you just stop. You just, just scroll away. You know, I don't know. So I, uh, I saw it. It was definitely a continuation of the story. Um, but without spoiling anything, all I can say is I really, really was underwhelmed. Um, and I'm not saying that like, actually my expectations were that. Yeah. No, I mean like I watched it and there's parts of the movie where I go this, what's, what's happening here? You know, it's, it's a lot of fun. Like you're going to get what you expect of a star Wars movie. There's, there's spaceships, there's lots of, you know, firefights and things like that. Lots of cameos from, from characters that you've seen before. Um, but really, uh, I gotta say nothing that was overly, um, I was underwhelmed. So I'm not going to ruin anything for you. I would love for, you know, in the, in the, maybe the week after Christmas or something like that, you guys send me your emails. Tell me what you thought of it. If you've seen it, tell me what you thought. You know, I got to say from my perspective, all I can say is thumbs down for now without spoiling anything. But once I know that you guys want me to give my take on movies that I've seen, or if you want to share your take, uh, we can get into it. But, uh, for all of you guys who might be, you know, crawling over yourselves, trying to find time to go see it or get tickets or whatever, just know that, uh, you can wait, <laughs> you can wait to see star Wars, the, uh, the last Jedi. It's, um, my brother was telling me this when we went shopping on, uh, you know, on Monday night, uh, this after the movie, basically I, I saw my brother and we went, uh, we went shopping to get him some headphones and some things like that. And he was like, uh, what was he telling me? Uh, that the director that they got for this, uh, this star Wars movie is known for his, you know, middles of stories. So for example, if you have like a trilogy, he's known for writing the middle one. So I'm like, what a, what a like you know uh what a what a what a skill to have where it's like i can't write characters or anything like that and i i certainly am no good at climaxes but if you have a bunch of just filler you know that i could write you know just to fill the spot in between the beginning and the end i'm i'm the guy i am the mashed potatoes of directors i will just fill things that's what i'm known i am known for the filler guy so that's what my brother was telling me. And, and either way, this was definitely a, a, it felt to me, I think that's the best way to describe it is a filler star Wars movie. This is the movie that comes between the last one and the next one guys. So uh, enjoy that. Um, I also visited my buddy, Aaron Guthrie. Ooh, first and last name. I don't normally do that. I apologize, but, uh, not editing up um, my buddy, Aaron, who works at good life. So I've got my brother, Aaron, who I sp who spent the, uh, the evening doing some shopping with and, uh, and my buddy, Aaron, who I saw at, uh, at good life popped in to see him. The weather was, was awful. And I was really pressed for time, Been meaning to get together with him for some time now. And, uh, already cause Sunday got behind on me anyways. Um, this, this time of year, I'm really trying not to disappoint the people who are, who are taking the time to reach out to me, who are interested in spending time 
Uh, like I said, guys, I mean, it is, it is a little tough, uh, you know, not having the lady right now. And I, and I say it all the time and look, it's not getting any easier. Um, you know, I gotta say like in terms of, of where it is, like I'm, I'm doing what I can. I'm still standing. That's just sort of the way I, uh, the way I I'm going about things is I'm still standing. That's it. Like I'm not, I'm not down in the fetal position, but I'm, uh, things aren't easy. It's a, it's a sad, it's a, it's a beautiful time of year. Um, but it's a sad time to be alone. You know, once the doors of the store close and the Christmas lights go off, you just by yourself in your cold bed, <laughs> Jesus. Um, but yeah, so like I said, I mean, with, with all of you guys reaching out and being kind and stuff like that, I want to make sure that if everyone's like, Hey, you know, we should get together or come see you. I want to make sure that if I, if I, if I say that we will, that I'm, that I'm doing it. Um, but anyways, yeah. So I visited the, the, my brother, Aaron and my buddy, Aaron, Saw Star Wars, had the meal, and then, uh, and then today, this morning, um, like I said, this is Tuesday that I'm recording it, so you guys will hear it. So, so Tuesday morning, um, I had actually last night I finished wrapping um, all my gifts for the uh, for the kids. Right, I mentioned that uh, you know on a podcast not too long ago. I think it was last week's podcast. Um, the, uh, the 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 kids, the needy kids here in Ottawa. So I got a list of stuff that they wanted, um, basically their little their little wish list. And, uh, and then over the course of the last week with all of the, uh, the holiday shopping and me being, I, I did what I could to, to get as many items on that list as I can. And I'm very happy to say that I uh, succeeded, uh, quite a bit. So I wrapped those up and then very, very early this morning before work, I was able to deliver them and drop them off. Uh, I got them all wrapped and, and handed off. So, uh, that, that uh, was good. I'm not trying to praise, not trying to, to, to get credit for it. It's, uh, it was just, it's a good feeling. I gotta be honest with you guys. Cause I, I've been on the, the other end of it and, uh, and, uh, it's good. It's nice to have a, a good Christmas when you're, when you're a kiddo, you know? So that was a fun thing. I had another very, very busy day as today was the last day of that crazy cell phone special that I was telling you guys about. And, um, and yeah, just, just crushed it, came home, eh, prep for the podcast, right? Got to find, uh, got to find some articles. I spent some time this week reading my, uh, my book from DK, which I'm going to review for you guys in the upcoming a little later on in the show when we come back. Um, yeah. So, I mean, like it was, I had a good week, you know, it's, um, I, I, I don't mean to bring things down. Like, again, I, I'm not trying to complain. I, I think everything's, everything's fun. I, I got to see friends. I got to spend time with people that I care about. Um, you know, I'm, uh, you know, I'm doing my best to love life right now. I, here's the thing. I woke up this morning and I, I, I wish I could sort of, um, give you guys an example of of what's, what's going on with me, like how, how I'm feeling. Cause everybody knows it sucks to go through a breakup. Right. Um, but where my head, my, where my head's at with it. Um, and I'm not trying to dwell on it. Okay. I do promise that in the coming, you know, weeks I am I'm, I'm certain things will get easier, but maybe being able to express it, you know, how it feels is, is, uh, is going to help. And of course you, my loyal listeners, you guys are my, my outlet and I hope, uh, <laughs> I appreciate you connecting with me by listening, but here's the thing. I woke up this morning and, um, I don't know if you guys, uh, are fans of cheers. Some of you may not be old enough to have liked that show, but that was one of my favorite shows. And, uh, and I got like a couple, I got a few seasons into it. Um, you know, like I, I hadn't seen it when it was actually airing. I caught the odd episode here and there. I actually was a big fan of Frasier. Um, prior to watching Cheers, right? But everyone knows Frasier was a character from Cheers that later got his own spinoff. Anyways, blah, blah, blah. Um, 
huge fan of Frasier and I went back and I started watching Cheers. And when I started watching Cheers, that's when Crystal and I actually started dating again. And I mean dating again as in uh, when we were adults because I don't know if I've mentioned it, but, but we've known each other since we were kids. We were we were each other's first boyfriend, girlfriend. Uh, we were each other's first kiss. Um, you know, a lot, of, a lot of history there, guys. A lot of, um, you know, uh, wistful, you know, nostalgic history with that lady. And um, we we started watching Cheers together. I, I was a few seasons in, but I was like, hey, you want to start it over with me? And we watched. That was our show for a while. And anyone who watched Cheers knows that Sam and Diane, the two main characters, um, were, were, were different, but had feelings for each other. Very, very strong feelings for each other. And I think for like five seasons, they were together. They were not together. They were together. They were not together. And... Um, and they had, obviously they, like without question, everyone knew they, they cared for each other, but they just, they had a hard time making work because they were so different. And I, honest to God, I don't know what it was. I really don't because I wasn't thinking about it. I had no, no connection to it at all. But when I woke up this morning, the first thought in my head was the very last episode that had uh, Diane in it. Um, she was, she came back, I think once for an episode later in the series, but when she was like the regular character on the show, I think it was at the end of season five. Um, I think there was, um, an episode. Well, it was, it was the season finale. And what it was, was that, um, I'm so sorry to be all over the map. I just, I want to give as much context as I can. Uh, the very first episode of cheers is Diane in a bar waiting for this guy, Sumner to show up and, and see her. And the guy treats her kind of, you know, doesn't treats her kind of like she's not that important, whatever. And Sam talking to her and paying attention to her and and having a conversation for her with her while she's waiting for this guy, um, you know, it, it ends up just sparking her getting a job at Cheers and and her not really giving a shit about this guy. Well, in at the season finale of of uh, season five. Um, Sam and Diane are together and they're looking, you know, I think they're looking at maybe buying a house together and really getting serious, like their life moving forward together. And they're in this house and they're envisioning themselves, you know, just, just starting a life and stuff there. And this guy Sumner comes back into her life and offers her a job in her field because Diane has always considered herself very smart, better, um, sort of higher, uh, etiquette than, than the, the regular riffraff at cheers. So this guy shows up back into her life and, uh, and offers her this job that's only, you know, only for six months or whatever, but it's, it's basically her calling and she's very, very excited for it. And her and Sam are, you know, they care about each other, but she's just like, you know, Oh, it's, well, I'm going to take the job. It's only for six months. And, um, and the, uh, you know, she, so she's like, Sam, I'll, I'll be back in six months, you know? And, and he goes, Oh no, it's okay. No worries. Like, you know, all right, I'll, I'll goodbye, Diane. And he goes, and the, she gets this feeling from him that it's, it's not just a six month thing. You know, it's uh, she goes, Sam, it's, it's only for six months, you know? And he goes, yeah, no, no problem. I, I, I see it. You know, I, I get, I see it, you know? And, uh, and she goes, okay, I'll, I'll see you then. You know, like she gets ready to go get on her plane or whatever. And she, you know, walks out the, that, that door of cheers and goes up those iconic steps where you saw the feet go away. And, and he just sort of looks up at that area and goes, uh, have a nice life, you know, cause he knows that, that it's going to lead to more than just, you know, what they had at cheers there, their time together was special, but it was there. And then right as he says, have a nice life, it, it fades into that living room of the house that they were looking at. And, um, and I think it's Sam sitting on the chair. He's an old man and Diane comes in the front door and, uh, and, you know, hangs up her coat or vice versa, whatever. The two of them sort of walk towards each other as an old couple that's that's grown old together. And they just, uh, there's music playing and he just, you know, takes her hands and they start dancing in their living room. And uh, 
And it's just, it's, it's a, it's a really, uh, really sad scene because it's basically them just a little, little scene, little throwaway thing to, um, to show that, you know, the life that they thought they were going to have together in the future that they thought they were going to have, um, just isn't going to happen. And it's a, it was a sad sort of little, little send off, you know, because it's kind of what I'm sure they both wanted, but just, um, it's not what ended up happening. And, um, that's very long winded story. I apologize. Cause you kind of had to, you know, you need the context of all of it, but, uh, that's kind of how, how I'm feeling, um, with the breakup with crystal is, you know, we were, we're different, but she was a good compliment to me and everything like that. And, and though we've, um, been together and not been together, uh, over there, you know, this, the six or seven years that we've been together as adults, um, you know, we've, we've separated and got back together. Um, there's uh, I've just got this feeling now that, that this is it, you know, and, um, there's only so many times you can, you can be together and, and not be together, uh, before you realize just the life, but that's, that's where I'm at as I'm starting to, to, to realize and come to terms that the, the life I thought I was going to have with her is, um, is not going to be the case. And it's, uh, it's hard. So, uh, sorry. Uh, but I'm just, I'm being honest with you guys. I've always been honest in this podcast and that's kind of, uh, you know, I'm still standing though. I'm still standing and, uh, I'm going to keep doing it. I'm going to keep working hard to, uh, you know, to take care of myself and stuff. But, uh, <laughs> it's, uh, it's a tough time of year to, uh, you know, to, to be alone and to have, you know, these kind of heavy feelings. So, um, all right, let's shake this shit off. Holy fuck. I have some water here. It's all coming out of my face. <laughs> oh, I thought so. I, I hope some of that was of interest or at least uh, relatable. Thanks for listening to that, guys. Um, Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I don't even know where to go because I have other talking points, but I'm like, Jesus Christ, which one do you pick up from next? So I, I will talk less and less about her in the coming weeks. But, um, but just so you know why the, the, the feelings and the thoughts and stuff, it's just obviously breakups are hard and, and whatnot, but, uh, it's more about right now. It's not just like, well, I guess she wasn't the one. It was more that for a long time now I've been building my life to be with that person and, and I having the visions of growing old and stuff like that. And, uh, yeah. So anyways, um, had a conversation with, um, with, uh, Mika's wife, Mel, um, you know, when we were, when we were there at the night, the, the potluck or whatever, we, she was just talking, we were talking about, uh, you know, trying to be happy and stuff like that. And, uh, and like I said, she did have a little exercise that, um, uh, that I'll share with you guys, um, at the end of the podcast with her email, but, uh, but just know that there's a few things that I've got. So after that, 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 you know, uh, <laughs> low point, I want you to know that there's a high and that's, um, that's that I've got some direction for, for happiness and I'll share that with you a little later on. And I've got a really, uh, nice little holiday song that I wanted to share with you guys. Pick things up, make it a little upbeat after that. Uh, oops, sorry about that. I had to switch, uh, switch things, but, uh, but this is a cute little song. Okay. I wanted to share a holiday thing, a little pick me up after that guys. And then I'll, uh, I'll go into some of the, uh, the stuff or maybe, uh, you know, read your emails. Uh, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll bring it back. We'll put this, uh, this cart back on the road. This train back on the tracks. We'll have some fun. In the meantime, I want you guys to uh, to enjoy a song. It's a it's a more modern Christmas song. 
uh, from a group called Straight No Chaser. They're an acapella group, and this particular song features the lovely Kristen Bell on vocals. If you don't know who Kristen Bell is, she played Sarah Marshall in Forgetting Sarah Marshall, and she was also in uh, a movie called uh, Bad Moms. She played the blonde sort of, uh, you know, preppy chick or whatever. But uh, this is a great song. It's called Text Me Merry Christmas by Straight No Chaser featuring Kristen Bell. This holiday, you'll be far away and I'll be all alone. So please remember this December to fully charge your phone. And text me Merry Christmas. Let me know you care Just a word or two of text from you Will remind me you're still there You don't have to add much to it One smiley face will do Baby, text me Merry Christmas Cause I'm missing kissing you Text me Merry Christmas Make my holiday complete Though you're far from me BRB, that's a text I'll never delete Choose just the right emoji One that makes me LOL And if you text me something naughty I promise I won't tell I don't care if you spell things right I just want to hear from you tonight Stroke those keys with your delicate touch And type those little words that mean so much Hi. Hey. How are you? Okay. Miss you. Miss you too. Xmas sucks without you. I know. LOL. Love you. Love you. Okay, thanks. Bye. A Facebook message isn't quite as sweet. I need more from at you than just a tweet. A snap phone, Snapchat doesn't last. And voicemail, that's from Christmas past. Text me Merry Christmas, send a selfie too, if you do I'll go meet the mistletoe, and pretend my screen is new, show me that you love me, text text for the kiss and hug me, I'll be right here waiting for my pants to start vibrating, baby text me Merry Christmas, and I will text you too. Text me Merry Christmas. Kristen Bell with Straight No Chaser. Coming up next on the hour. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> That's, uh, yeah, I like that Christmas song. It's uh, it's very sweet. I actually posted the music video, which has got kind of like a claymation thing, uh, on the uh, One Man Podcast Facebook page, uh, I guess, a few weeks back. I like that song. I get excited for the holiday season. I get to play it, and nobody nobody really wonders why. Right? It's a hard, uh, hard song to play in July. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm. Uh, what am I doing? It's, it's the holiday season, right guys? It's, uh, it's Jesus's birthday, right? That's what Christmas is. Jesus's birthday. And why is his birthday important? Well, because he, uh, he did a lot of, a lot of special things, a lot of miracles, right? I mean, a lot of people say, you know, he's the son of God, but, uh, you know, that's just a, it's just a minor credit. 
I think the fact that uh, he healed diseases, that made him a pretty special guy, right? A good reason to celebrate his birthday. You know, I'd like a special day of the year, right? But I got to, you know, if I got to cure diseases in order to do that, that's going to be a little difficult. But you know what, guys? I do know how to cure diseases. That's right. We're going to have a Joshmas. I'm going to cure diseases and we're going to have a Joshmas. But uh, but it's the season of giving, guys. It's the season of sharing. So I feel like I want to share my secret of how to cure diseases with you guys, which is a perfect opportunity to bring up my partners at PortablePress.com, Uncle John's Bathroom Reader, guys. This week... I will be sharing with you how to cure a disease from the how to toilet train your cat and 61 other ill-conceived projects, guys. So pay attention because if you know how to cure diseases, then uh, then you can have your own holiday too. We can all be like Jesus. So how to cure a disease. Each year, scientists around the globe fight to find cures for the diseases that ail us. Uh, it's a laborious process that requires lots of resources. Want to try your hand at defeating the germ menace? What you'll need Money, somewhere between 500 and 2 billion ought to be enough. Cutting edge medical research lab, a dedicated team of biochemists, strains of the disease you're attempting to cure, protective gear for your scientists if the disease is highly communicable, animal test subjects, aw, human test subjects, yay! Uh, and it says here, a little side note here, uh, licensed ill, many diseases perpetually evolve and come in a variety of strains. This is why there's no cure for cancer. There's no single kind of cancer. The field of molecular biology has only been around since the 1930s, and there's still too much to be learned about how many diseases develop and infect us. Sequencing genomes, studying genes, tracking DNA damages, and other tactics used to find cures uh, constitutes a process that can take years or even decades. So let's do it ourselves. Step one, assemble your team, put together a work schedule, and get everything rolling at the lab. Your team will need to spend the coming months studying the disease, watching how it develops and spreads, etc. If the disease is communicable in animals like rats or guinea pigs, you'll want to infect them with it and observe its impact on their bo- oh, geez, body cells and DNA. That's sad. This is all part of the what's called the preclinical phase of drug development. All right. Well, how many people checked out at that point? <laughs> if you want to cure a disease, first you have to give it to other in- innocent things. Oh, jeez. This is not going to be good. Uh, Two, once you know more about the disease and how it operates, you'll want to move on to what's called high throughput screening. Throughput? Yeah, high throughput screening. This process involves basically rounding up a bunch of medicine chemicals and flinging them at disease samples to see what impacts them and what doesn't. If that's getting you nowhere slowly, try plant-derived treatments that have been proven effective against similar diseases. If those aren't working, arrange a field trip to the nearest ocean and round up some marine invertebrates. Several drugs have been created by studying the cell structures of sea sponges and snails. Number three, months, years, or even decades may pass as your team continues to search for a cure. As time whizzes by, keep an eye on the pharmaceutical industry. You'll want to make sure that a company like Pfizer or Johnson and Johnson doesn't beat you to the punch and come up with a cure before you do. Once you've got a drug that's working in the lab, it's time to move on to step four. And before I move on to that, there's another thing called uh, ill communication. The common cold has proved notoriously difficult for scientists to cure. There are many strains and there's con- and they're constantly changing. As a trip to your local pharmacy will prove, lots of drugs can relieve cold symptoms. They can stop some of your aches and uh, 
yeah, they can relieve gluten. They can stop some of your aches and make your nose a bit less drippy, but they can't get rid of the bug entirely. All right, so now moving on to number four. Four, now it's time for the clinical phase, which typically consists of three trials. This is where your human test subjects come in. Yeah, let's give those fuckers diseases, huh? I'm on board with that. Now I get, I get back all my, all my, my sea sponges and rats are feeling, feeling the fucking burn. Now it's time to give it to a person. Uh, during the, the phase one trials, give your drug to some healthy people. If they don't die, develop X-Men like powers or grow horns, move on to phase two. Give your drug to small group of pa- to a small group of patients who actually have the disease. Did it cure them? Awesome. For phase three, pass the drug along to a larger group. Did it work on all, most, or even just some of them? Fantastic. Number six, if your drug has a good safety record, meets toxicity standards, and has been proven not to cause any long-term problems or other issues, you'll need to send it off for marketing approval in any country where you plan to sell it. In the U.S., this process is called NDA, New Drug Approval, and it can take anywhere from six to ten months in most circumstances. Your drug and application will be thoroughly checked by the Food and Drug Administration before it can be mass-produced, marketed, and shipped off to various clinics and drugstores around the country. And that, my friends, is How to Cure a Disease by my partners at PortablePress.com, Uncle John's Bathroom Reader from the edition called How to Train Your Cat and 61 Other Ill-Conceived Projects. That was fun, right, guys? Now we can all be Jesus. It's just going to take us a long time and a lot of money. But there's nothing wrong with being second best. All right. We can be the silver medal to Jesus. Um, <laughs> or maybe bronze, right? We'll give the other one to the big pharmaceutical, those big evil pharmaceutical companies that are tested on rats and sea sponges. Uh, and what else do we got? My other partners, guys, very excited because uh, next week, well, it's not really this coming week. This coming week, I'm not. But the following week, the next week, I am going to be at Absolute Comedy in Ottawa hosting uh, a great show. That's from the 27th to the 31st. Uh, I'm going to be there. So I'm looking forward to uh, to being at uh, at my home club with my partners, Absolute Comedy. <laughs> Absolute Comedy is the best live stand-up comedy from across North America with locations in Kingston, Toronto, and Ottawa, Ontario. These comedians have been featured on Just for Laughs, Netflix, Comedy Central, CBC's The Debaters, Jimmy Kimmel Live, Conan, The Comedy Network, and much, much more. Go to absolutecomedy.ca to see this week's lineup. Planning a night out is easy with dinner and show packages available at all locations. Live comedy is a great choice if you're organizing a celebration, fundraiser, company outing, or corporate event. Want the show brought to you? They'll send comedians to your venue with performances tailored to your event, creating a night of laughs your guests will love and won't soon forget. So for showtimes, ticket prices, gift certificates, special shows, and more, head to absolutecomedy.ca. Again, that's absolutecomedy.ca for the best live stand-up comedy from across North America. Oh, yeah. And of course, while I'm uh, doing all this Christmas stuff, I'm not enjoying one of my favorite things, which is my my partners at Summersby. They're wonderful beverages. Even, uh, even the semi-dry, which is goddamn delicious, and it's a great alternative to the, to the regular stuff if you find it a little too sweet. So, uh, you know, if you guys are doing some dinners and things like that, uh, make sure that you, uh, make sure that you consider putting some Summersby on your list as well. Okay. Because they got a lot of outstanding flavors and it's a great little thing to bring to, uh, to a dinner or a party. That's, uh, that's not wine. That's not beer. That's not fucking hard liquor. You know, consider Summersby everybody, uh, proud partners of the one man podcast. The sun gives life to the orchard. 
The orchard gives life to the apple. The apple gives life to Summersby. Summersby is a delicious sweet taste of sunshine imported across the ocean all the way from Denmark. The people in Denmark are smarter, and so are you, if you drink Summersby. <laughs> With flavors like apple, blackberry, pear, elderflower lime, red rhubarb, and a taste as regal as this fake accent, there's something for everyone to enjoy. And now, you can try them all in the Summersby Mixer Pack, available wherever fine beverages are sold. So go on, and try for yourself the crisp, refreshing taste of Summersby. Ah, your taste buds deserve it. Please drink resplendently. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, please drink resplendently. I like that. I don't even know what resplendent means. I think it's a fancy word for, well, fuck it. I'm always getting in shit for not knowing what the fuck I'm talking about. So why don't I just take a second and Google that right now? And I will just sing some Christmas music. What's a, what's a good Christmas song I can sing? Resplendent. Resplendent? Uh, Lee, is that a word? Resplendently definition. There we go. I was going to say, I'll sing some Christmas music. Have yourself a merry little Christmas. Let your heart be light. Resplendent. Attractive and impressive uh, through being richly colorful or sumptuous. Well, I'm no closer to understanding what it meant. I think that works. Please drink resplendently. Drink sumptuously. Bring, drink impressively. Who cares? Um, spectacular, striking, stunning, majestic. These are all dazzling. Hoo hoo, brilliant, magnificent. Guys, if that didn't sell you on Summersby, that's a great way of understanding Summersby. It's dazzling, impressive, gorgeous, glittering. The glittering taste of Summersby. Enjoy it now over the holidays with the people you love. Why bring bilge beer or Budweiser when you can bring Summersby? A striking and stunning majestic splendiferous is one of the words. All right, fuck, whatever. Um, Summersby's outstanding, all right? And I can't drink it anymore, all right? So drink it. Raise one for me, guys. Uh, as I eat rabbit food and question, is it worth living at all? If that's all I can eat. Um, <laughs> my final partners throwing it to them. Poor guys have to come back from that. They got to follow me bitching about that. Um, is my partners at DK, everybody, uh, uh, Dorling Kindersley. They are fucking awesome. And I'm, I'm, uh, I'm at my last book that I will have, I think before the end of the year. So, um, I, I had an opportunity to, I haven't finished it because it's huge and I, I have been very busy this week, but I got an opportunity to really uh, put a good dent into uh, DK's ultimate Marvel book, which is fucking awesome. And as usual, okay, I have put it on uh, Facebook and Twitter with a link to find it where it is at the absolute cheapest on the market right now. Um, so you can pick it up at these stores or you can pick it up online, but either way it is available for you. It is so cool. If you are a comic book fan at all. Now the justice league book that I reviewed a few weeks back is awesome, but it is focused mainly around justice league. It's not so much about Batman or cyborg or any of those guys. It's about the whole team as a whole. This ultimate Marvel book is about all things Marvel. So 
if you are, as usual, of course, DK marries the imagery beautifully with the information, but uh, just right from the get-go, um, everything in it is beautiful. They have... Um, so, I mean, you're going to learn stuff about Spider-Man. You're going to learn stuff about the, uh, you know, Captain America and the Hulk and Iron Man and all sorts of different people from the Avengers. You're going to learn things about the X-Men. All right. Wolverine, Professor X, Cyclops, um, all of those great guys. So if you're, if you're a fan of anything Marvel, these guys are in it. Now there's a lot of things in there that are, you know, for example, they're going to give you timeline things and certain events in the Marvel cinematic universe. So if you want to know more about Wolverine and weapon X, if you want to know more about, for example, I was a big Spider-Man fan. And when I was a kid, I knew about the clone saga. I knew about it, but not much. And what's the clone saga. You might ask a lot of comic book people know that, but at one point in the comic book history, Spider-Man got cloned and there was two Spider-Man and they didn't know which one of them was the real Peter Parker, which one of them had married Mary Jane, which one of them, you know, and there was a whole, they, they called it the, the, the clone saga. So there's information in this book all about the clone saga and what happened there. There's information, like I said, about the, uh, the X-Men, the Avengers, about uh, Venom, the symbiote. There's so much information. If you're, if you're a fan of, of the Marvel characters, but, but wish you knew more about them, this is a great resource for that. It's got all the information about the heroes. So you're like, yeah, of course you're going to see Wolverine stuff and the Hulk and all that. But guess what? You're going to see things about characters that you didn't know as well. Like for example, a lot of people are very uh, interested in the Deadpool character, right? Deadpool's movie was outstanding, but a lot of people don't really know where Deadpool came from, right? You don't know a lot about him. So why not get this book? It's going to tell you about Deadpool. It's going to tell you about a little character called Howard the Duck, which a lot of people don't know is actually a character based, you know, from Marvel. Um, but there's information about uh, Howard the Duck in here. There is a very hysterical and cute, adorable, goofy character named Squirrel Girl. And what is her secret power or secret or superpower? She controls armies of squirrels with her, uh, her best friend, Tippy Toe which is the lead squirrel that she deals with. But squirrel girl is a hysterical lighthearted character um, where that's, she just handles squirrels. And there's all sorts of events that had to do with squirrel girl. Um, like, like I said, I mean, we're, we're delving deeper than just like, if you're interested in anything mainstream characters, but it's also got the villains too. Right. So all sorts of villains that you may or may not have known that exist. So you get to learn more about guys like Venom, like Carnage, uh, Dr. Octopus. There's characters and villains that you wouldn't know anything about. Hey, are you excited for the next Deadpool movie? Right. I just brought him up. What about Cable, the character that Josh Brolin is playing? Right. Or what about Thanos in the Avengers Infinity War movie that's coming up? Right. I want to know more about Black uh, Panther. His movie's coming up. Right. Find that about him. It's all in here, guys. Marvel's ultimate uh, sorry, ultimate Marvel by DK books. It is fucking so cool. And, and not like I said, not only do they give you all the information about the characters, the villains, um, about events and timelines, they also have, uh, information on vehicles and things like that. So for example, the Quinjet from the, uh, the Avengers, there's information about the Quinjet in there. There's all sorts of really cool stuff. I cannot say enough about this book. I'm not finished, so I can't give it a full, here's everything I learned about it, but it's over 300 pages of beautiful imagery, tons of information. So if you know anybody who's into comic book movies or comic books or any of the superhero stuff, they're getting excited for the, uh, for Avengers infinity war. Why not learn as much as you can about all the characters and give this book, uh, to someone who, who, you know, would love it. If it's for you, definitely own it. I have got my copy. Thank you very much. DK. It is super, super cool. And, um, if you go to the link that I posted, you can take a look at some of the pages inside on the, uh, on the link to, uh, to Amazon. They'll, they'll, I think they got like about somewhere between eight and 10 different pictures of the, uh, the Marvel's ultimate guide. So, um, 
Maybe I'll talk more about it even when I get a chance to finish it. But I got to say that I, I'm super psyched for this. Um, I tried to save it for, for right before Christmas just because I know how, how you know, excited I was for it and, and how exciting uh, it is for any, any comic book people. So I will leave it at that. I don't want to go on too, too long. And I, and I try not to spoil too, too much that's in it, right? Because I could just... Well, you guys, you're, you're my listeners. You know, I could, I could talk at length about this shit. So, um, very, very cool. So, um, it's, it's the, you know, right before Christmas, I just want to say thank you to all my sponsors. Um, absolute comedy, portable press, summer's being, of course, DK books. All right. Christmas is coming up and that's where we get to this week's stuff guys. Uh, this week. I'm at work. I do get to work on, on both boxing day and Christmas Eve, um, on Thursday, all right. Uh, I have my ultrasound. They know that they know that one I stupidly missed. Well, I made sure that I stuck it in my calendar with all the proper reminders Thursday morning. I am going for my ultrasound and hopefully we'll, uh, we'll come out on the back end of, of that with some good news for my, uh, my doctor and, um, and yeah, so I'm looking forward to that. So the health stuff continues to move ahead, uh, perfectly, perfectly, uh, a strongly, um, effectively, uh, all I have to do is actually just show up. Show up for the ultrasound. They did not charge me. Oh, thank good Lord. Uh, thank, thank good Lord. Thank the good Lord. They did not. I get the letters all jumbled together in my head. Um, but they didn't charge me for that. Um, cause they were like, it's a $75, you know, missed appointment charge. And I was like, oh shit. Really hope. I really, really hope they don't charge me that. But they were sweet. They were awesome. They were good to me. They didn't charge me that. So I'm going to show up to this time. I swear. Uh, and, uh, I, I will be there the, um, Friday. Um, I'm working. It's, it's, what is it? Friday's the 23rd, right? Yeah, I think it's, no, it's not, but no, that's Saturday. Uh, anyways, whatever Friday I worked during the day and, uh, and then our, our house here. So Kamar, Jason, Simon, myself, um, Jay's girlfriend and Arena is going to be here. I think Simon's girlfriend may or may not show up. Um, but yeah, we've, uh, we've all got each other a little something. So we're going to have a little, uh, little household gift exchange on Friday night, which I'm looking forward to. We, uh, we did it last year. It was a lot of fun and we, uh, you know, we got some food, some, I think we did Chinese and, uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to that guys. It's gonna be a lot of fun. I'm really excited to, uh, to give the roomies their gifts. I can't talk about them here because they listen to the podcast. So or at least some of them do. So I'm going to just wait. And, uh, and then next week's podcast, I will tell you, uh, what, what I got everybody. That'll be fun too. Cause by then everyone's got their gifts. I get to tell you all the fun, different things that I got for people. So, uh, looking forward to that Saturday is, uh, also another day I'm looking forward to. My mom has been meaning to host a Christmas meal for some time. Um, and she, uh, this year decided she wanted to host Christmas dinner. So she was, she, she wanted to get something that was big enough for, for, um, you know, our family, uh, crystals, crystal side of the family. And, uh, my brother was wife, Alexandra's side of the family. So she rented, um, she rented the space. Now, unfortunately, crystal and her family won't be coming based on the events that have happened since all of this was done. But, um, but my mom rented the space. So, um, we're going to be, we're going to be, uh, my brother's, my brother's wife's family, um, our family, and then a, a few extras. So, uh, so Jason is going to be coming uh, with Noreen. Uh, my friend Dave is going to be coming. So we've got, uh, we got some seats to fill and, uh, and we're still bringing some people that are close with, uh, with, uh, the family and mom. So it's going to be a really nice day. We're going to go to a restaurant. My mom has rented the whole back room. Uh, they are catering it. And then after that, we get to go have, um, have, you know, drinks and uh, desserts and things like that at my brother's place, the, my brother, the crazy board gamer. So, uh, we're going to just have an afternoon of, uh, drinking and playing uh, board games. I'm really looking forward to it. It's gonna be a lot of fun. That's what I got coming up on Saturday. Sunday is Christmas Eve. I will be at work all day, but, uh, you know, it's, uh, it's a good way to be distracted the night of Christmas day. I have no plans, no plans at all. So 
I think I'm going to just get the podcast ready, to be honest with you guys. I, I think on Christmas, I will distract myself by by telling you guys all the fun things that I've had, uh, come up with something fun and exciting to uh, to share with you guys. And then uh, Tuesday's Boxing Day. I, I think Christmas is going to have to be a short little day. You know what I might do Christmas? I haven't done a long time. I think I might just play some fucking video games or read a book. You know, with, with not a lot of spare time, it's kind of nice to be able to just go, you know what, fuck it. I'm just going to spend some time doing my own thing, maybe watch a movie by myself. Uh, well, not by myself, but you know what I mean? Just just throw on Netflix, you know, put my feet up, maybe read some, read for a while. I'm looking forward to it. I'm going to do me. I'm going I'm to do me, all right? That's what it takes. It takes Jesus' birthday for me to do me. But uh, but I'm looking forward to it. I really am. It's going to be a nice day. Um, quiet outside, everything be cool. Um, of course, uh, back to work boxing day, super early. I gotta, I gotta make it a low key Christmas day because I am, I am God, I'm i I'm first thing in the morning on boxing day and I'm, I'm pulling a marathon shift. I'm actually working, I think 13 hours that day. So it'll be a fun day. And then, uh, and then that's it. That's it for this coming week. And I'll have more to tell you guys next week. Um, so we may as well just get right to your emails. And as a reminder is always guys that you are all more than welcome to uh, send me anything at all you want, whether you've had a, a fun holiday thing that you want to share. Um, you know, like I said, gift ideas, maybe tell me what, if you saw any movies or what you thought of star Wars, you know what it is guys, you know what it is. Contact at one man podcast.com. I'm happy to get any emails from you guys. And this week's email, uh, I just got one from, uh, from Mel, like who I said, I, I sat with, um, her and Mika and we just had a nice conversation. So Mel said, uh, you know, Hey Josh, whatever happened to the good, uh, old small goals in life, the good old small goals in life. Some people feel they need to change the world, but if you just plug away at little achievements, it will make your life better. And those around you see that uh, you slowly check off each goal, uh, even if it's just making your bed every day. So, um, that's a nice short email. I appreciate that Mel, but I'm going to give context to it guys. Just a, she was just a reminder to, you know, um, this is what she said. I was talking to them about happiness and, uh, I think it was an exercise that she said, she said, well, what are five things that you would want to, to be, you know, to, to achieve happiness? And of course I was like, well, you know, I want health. I'd love to be healthy. Right. And it's like, I'd love to be financially stable or, or I'd love to have like, um, you know, stability, right. It'd be nice to be able to have, you know, uh, what else is it? Uh, I had a few of them. They were very broad. It was like health, stability, finances, you know, confidence. And at the end of the day, they're all like broad things that are like that we all, I think want, but the idea that it's like, there's no clear path to them. They're just kind of like blanket generalized terms. Right. So when I was talking to Mel, I go, well, I, I mean, I, I'd love to know, like, what are your, what, what is your list? Like, help me out. If my, my stuff is general and whatnot, I go, what are your things? And she goes, well, now I, I apologize in advance if I, if I forgotten some of hers, but I believe one of the things on her list was she wanted to go for a run and get her heart rate. She was saying one of the things that's important to her is to have a nice kitchen. You know, she likes to cook. She wants to have a nice kitchen. Another one is to make herself laugh every day is what she said. And, and a few things along that line, and what she was saying is when you do these things consistently, you know, things, little things that make you happy, they become a regular part of things that you do. And you get to focus on a new list of things that are important to you. You get to start adding more things. And these things are what build into happiness. So instead of trying to go like, I want happiness, I want stability, I want health. You, you do little things that chip away at them, little things that help build you towards that. So I, I sat with her and we came up with some ideas of things that would, that would make me uh, a little happier, a couple of things that I can work towards that would make me, uh, happier a little bit day by day. Um, which is why I said before, as much as I brought things down earlier by talking about what I was talking about, I'm, uh, 
you know, I got some direction. So I thought I would share with you guys my, my five things, you know, I'm going to try to do in a week to make myself happier. So for example, the first one that I'm going to do is, um, I do spend, like I said, sometimes I, I take my mom out grocery shopping once a week. And, uh, and one of the things I like to do is to make my mom laugh. Um, she too has a, a, a lot of shit going on. Um, my mom too is capable of being a lot like me where every time you check in, so, Hey, how are you? It just ends up being a complaint festival. So, um, I, I'd like to make my mom laugh, uh, every week. And, uh, and the reason I, I say that is I actually, when I went Christmas shopping with her a week ago and, and ended up getting most of the stuff on my list, we were at bed, bath and beyond. And, um, and we were looking at Yankee candles. My mom and I both love, love the Yankee candles. They smell great. And it's just funny to read them. And I was at one point I was reaching for one. I'm like, Oh mom, do you want to smell this one? And she wasn't looking at me. She wasn't looking in my direction. And I was like, I was reading the label, the name of it. I'm like uh, kitchen spice. And I was holding the lid. You know, the lids are quite secure on them, but I was sliding forward with the lid and I go, uh, this one's called kitchen spice. And then it fell. And I went, Jesus Christ. And so all she heard was this one's called kitchen spice. Jesus Christ. <laughs> And she goes, is that what it's called? I go, no, I just fucking dropped it. I caught it, but I was like, no, I just caught it. Scared the shit out of me. And she's like, oh, I thought that was the name of the, the candle kitchen spice, Jesus Christ. And I go, what's that smell like? Like blood and wood? Like what? <laughs> you know, a cheap laugh. And I apologize in poor, in poor taste being the time of the year to a joke to make near someone's birthday. But, um, that's what I said. I go, what would that smell like blood and wood? And then she was, we were poking around looking at more. And then she, she saw one she goes, Oh, Oh, I thought it said pink salmon. It says pink sands. I thought it was pink salmon. And I was like, why, why would anyone want pink salmon? What is that for? Like the homesick maritimer. So it was just stupid things. And they were probably more funny in context. Cause we were, you know, overtired from shopping all day and whatnot. But you know what? My mom laughed so hard at those things. Um, and it was great. You know, it doesn't, you know, when you're, when you're in the fit of like a good laugh, you know, like a really hard laughing fit, um, the world feels okay. You know, in those moments, the world feels okay. So to, to, to make my mom laugh feels good. I feel like I'm, you know, making the old bat chuckle at shit. So that was fun. Um, that's one of the things on my list is make my mom laugh every week. Uh, the, another thing is to do something creative. I enjoy doing creative things and it doesn't really matter what they are, whether it's, you know, writing a joke or doing something like this podcast. And I will not, this doesn't count. The podcast happens regardless. So I'm not, I'm not getting a cop out thing on the list here. Um, but I, what I've been doing, enjoying lately is the, the wrapping Christmas presents. You know, I've got a lot of, uh, different wrapping papers and ribbons and I've got, uh, gift tags that go on them. And I just love, you know, doing it all up and, and, you know, finding things that color coordinate anything that's creative. Now I, I realize podcast comedy and, and wrapping presents seem a little different, but really anything, right? People, some people like to build something out of nothing, even to just, you know, if you're building something from Ikea, the idea that just, just a pile of wood. And, and when you're finished with it, it's a bookshelf or it's a, a cabinet or whatever the fuck it is. The, the, to, to make something feels good to create, right? So I'd like to find something creative every week. That's one of the things I do. Um, one of the things on my list that'll make me happier is uh, I only want to eat out once a week. So, so far this week I had the the meal at, uh, at Joey Lansdowne and, uh, and I want to cut it off at that. Everything else is going to be at home. Um, in, in terms of the food comes from home, right? Um, one of the things I want to do is I want to make my bed every day. And, uh, and the reason for that is, um, I know I get busy. I get a lot of things on my list and a lot of times I don't get to finish what it is that I plan to do in a day. Um, and I may have mentioned this to you guys already. There was one 
uh, Instagram post where I posted my bed made. And it was after having a conversation with Trent McClellan, who I did a long interview with here on one man podcast, but I didn't, uh, I didn't get an opportunity to, you know, I, I talked to Trent quite a few times, but, uh, not all of it was, was, you know, for the podcast. Sometimes just, you know, my, me calling my friend. And, um, one of the things he said was, um, you know, you, you do your, you make your bed every day because it starts the day off with a sense of accomplishment. And I don't know, I'm sure a lot of you guys have the same thing where you, you might have a day off and you go, oh, I'm going to get this done and that done and this done and that done. And, uh, and one of the things Trent did say in his interview was that, um, to not read your emails or your text messages or whatever first thing, because you often have people that, you know, things that you need to do. And what happens when you do that is that you start your day off by adopting someone else's agenda of what, you know, your time should go to. So at the end of the day you feel like you didn't get anything accomplished that you want to do. And it ultimately makes you frustrated and angry. And I know that's one of the things to me too. I complaining and bitching because it's like, Hey, I wanted to do all these things. And instead I just did this, that, that, and ultimately it does make you unhappy, you know? So, um, I'd like to make my bed, um, every day. Um, I know it's not going to happen every single day, but I'd like to see a, a regular habit of that. Just like I said, to start the day off feeling accomplished because having that, that, that sense of, 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 you know, crossing things off your list and getting things done, um, is an important feeling to have over the course of the day. So, uh, that's one thing. And then of course, uh, my final one is to achieve my ring goals at least five days a week on my, uh, my Apple watch. So my Apple watch is tracking my, like, um, my calorie burn, my activity levels, and just, you know, making sure that I'm standing up at least once an hour to, to walk around whipping me like a fucking overseer. Um, but just the idea is that like, like I can set my goals and I want to make sure that, that I say, close the rings. I want to, I want to achieve my five, my ring goals five days a week is that at least five days a week, I want to make sure that I'm, I'm completing my calorie goals, completing my activity goals, completing my standing goals. So, uh, those are my five things. Make my mom laugh, do something creative, only eat out once a week, make my bed every day and, uh, and achieve my goals or my, my ring goals, uh, at least five of the seven days a week. I'm going to shoot for seven, but not every single day. Am I going to be able to, to do everything I have to do for that? But, um, yeah, so that's, that's my, uh, my stuff going into the Christmas, uh, the week of Christmas guys. Um, thank you so much. So like, Hey, we didn't do too bad. Only, uh, only an hour 16 this week, you know? So, um, as always, um, I appreciate you guys being there. I appreciate you listening. I hope this episode was a little more upbeat and a little more fun to listen to. Um, Merry Christmas, everybody. Happy holidays to those of you that don't celebrate Christmas. Um, love you guys. I love you very much. And, uh, and it's, it's great to know that you're out there. Um, please feel free to like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, follow us on Instagram. I try to have nice little bits of content for you guys there. So you can see some stuff before it happens. I have got uh, a picture on Instagram and Facebook and Twitter and all that stuff of, uh, of the, the Christmas tree with all the gifts that have been wrapped underneath it. So feel free to have a peek at, uh, at my creative work. And, uh, I look forward to talking to you guys after Christmas to, to let you know sort of what, uh, what the events were like. And I'd love to hear from you guys contact at one man podcast. Let me know, let me know how your Christmases were and what's going on with you guys. I love to hear from you. Merry Christmas. I love you. We'll talk to you on uh, what boxing day or just after take care.